Here's the 30-second lesson on what legends know. Never practice nunchucks in a crowded room. Never eat chole before a road trip. Always take your shirt off before you iron it. Don't take a call near a swimming pool. And don't forget, saving is not investing. Legends don't just save, they invest in mutual funds. Mutual fund investments are subject to market risks. Read all scheme-related documents carefully. Have you read the Mahabharat or are you familiar with Mahabharat? The build-up to the battle of Mahabharat, the big battle, was that the two sides went out across the country or however big the country was at that point to look for allies, right? And, and other rulers were given the choice of being on this side or the other. Everybody got involved, including the divine beings. That is, that is one parallel. That's one parallel that works out almost before every general election in India. So right now, the Mahabharat of 2024 is coming up and both sides have gone out looking for allies. The Congress and others opposed to the BGP were first of the blocks. They got off the blocks first and they launched the India block. At that point, looked like that a lot of parties were joining it, 28, 29 parties. Many of them not of great consequence, but each one has some little vote bank someplace. And it looked like they were becoming a formidable alliance with the idea of somehow denying the BJP the 272, 273 figure. Because if you can keep the BJP below 272, then it will have to be a coalition government. And the bigger the gap between 272 and whatever the BJP got, would have been that much better for the opposition. Now, India bloc at this point seems to be in a disarray or in fact, to be realistic, in a bit more than a disarray. It looks to be in quite a mess. There is still time. We don't know what will happen. But at this time, it looks like that after the early start, they have lost their way or they've gone astray. Having said that, this is the time now for the BJP to move into action. So BJP is now out looking for their own allies. But more importantly, they are looking for their own lost allies, parties or leaders who were their allies and who they have lost in the course of time. Now that, of course, the headline today is not about one of them. The headline today might be about Ashok Chavan and other possible defections from the Congress party in Maharashtra. That is significant enough because Ashok Chavan is the Congress party's preeminent Maratha leader. And right now in Maharashtra, we also know this Maratha versus OBC uh, tension that's going on. So it's, it, it's, it's always good to bag your main opposition's former chief minister, who until now was a senior minister in the MBA government, besides having been chief minister in the past, also the son of the former Home Minister of India, one of the Congress party stalwarts of Maharashtra and Maratha politics. So that's a good that's a good gain for the BJP. That said, however, that is that is part of this new campaign that the BJP has now launched to get more support, to get more leaders everywhere in the country, to strengthen their prospects in the 2024 elections. BJP leaves nothing to chance. But the more important thing and the thing that we might talk about in a little more detail this time is the BJP's efforts to win back those it has lost, which is, which is, it was a family of sorts, NDA, National Democratic Alliance, 
Once the BJP started getting majorities in 2014, then 2019, it began to lose its alliance partners. That is something we have written about. I have written about this in National Interest. We have also featured this in Cut the Clutter in multiple episodes, in fact. Now, BJP lost almost all of its NDA partners. So, at this point, if you look at this cabinet, this cabinet has almost, in fact, no NDA minister of any consequence. There might be a Ramdas Athable holding a tiny junior ministry, or there might be Anupriya Patel of Apnadal also holding a junior ministry, but there is no minister of consequence from any of the NDA allies. So BJP has shed NDA allies. Some of that might have happened because of arrogance also, that we don't need you. Uh, at least some parties say that. Shuramani Akalidal, for example, always said that the only reason they left was that the BJP treated them with inadequate respect and also, also BJP showed arrogance in their dealings with them. Now, I'm just doing a quick count with the help of DK Singh, our political ed editor, a quick count of the alliance partners, the NDA partners that the BJP has lost since it started getting majorities. Remember, it's the NDA that had brought the BJP to power in 1998. So 1998 to 2004, six years, BJP was in power because they formed an NDA. But once the party started getting majorities, full majorities under Narendra Modi, then NDA partners had become dispensable, expendable, use and throw, you can choose your expression, but any of the three or in fact all of the three. This time, 2024, in the mood of the nation survey, in fact, there is a fair bit of comfort for the BJP. It says not only that BJP will repeat its number of 303, 303 the last time, but actually get one more. So it makes it 304. Even in that situation, to take nothing to chance, BJP has gone out looking for alliance partners. Ashok Chavan getting defectors from the Congress party is one part of the same story, but these are not alliance partners, alliance partners. So alliance partners that the BJP lost, number one, I told you, I'll give you a list. Shiromani Akali Dal, Shiv Sena, JDU, that is Janta Dal United in Bihar, TDP, Telugu Desham Party, All India, Anna DMK, that's five, six, Rashtriya Loktal, although they were not really NDA alliance partners, but in the past they played both sides one or the other or sometimes both sides against the third as well. That it's a party like that, they can move, they have a lot of fleet-footedness and a lot of flexibility and you see some of that flexibility playing out right now, particularly with the award of Bharat Ratna to Chaudhary Charan Singh in whose name RLD is run by his grandson Jayan Chaudhary. So RLD, then JJP, JJP in Haryana. Now, JJP in Haryana is not an ally that the BJP lost. But JJP in Haryana, that is Dushan Chautala's party, that he is he's one of the grandsons of Om Prakash Chautala and great-grandsons of Devilal. His party is an alliance with the BJP. It's only thanks to the numbers of his party that the BJP has, was able to put together a government in Haryana in 2019 because it had fallen short of the majority mark. Again, he is an ally right now while running the government. Will the BJP now reach out to him also? That's not a move that's been made as yet. So we'll, we will watch that situation as, as it unfolds. So at the moment, let us see what is happening. What's happening right now is that Chandrababu Naidu, the key thing is Andhra Pradesh is not an unimportant state. 
but Andhra Pradesh still sends 25 members to the Lok Sabha. 25 puts it in the ballpark of Gujarat, Rajasthan, Karnataka and Madhya Pradesh. So it's a major state. 25, BJP has nothing there. BJP has nothing there. And truth to tell, nobody has anything there. Congress also has nothing there. However, it looks like if you see the opinion polls at this point, it looks like anti-incumbency is building up. In Andhra, Chandrababu Naidu is, has made some recovery. Some of the opinion polls, including the India Today Mood of the Nation poll, they suggest that he might be getting a sizable vote this time. So because of that, he's back in the reckoning. So TDP is one more of the, in fact, one of the major former NDA partners that's come back in the reckoning. JDU has already happened in Bihar because Bihar, as we speak, and as we talk in this state assembly in Patna, a decision has taken place and Nitish Kumar in partnership with BJP has already won his trust vote. They are now working on the other major ally they had lost, that is the Telugu Desham Party. Telugu Desham Party has even had cabinet positions at the center in partnership with BJP. They've also, also had the speaker's position, that was Bala Yogi. They've also had the speaker's position in parliament with the BJP in Delhi. Now, very interesting politics is playing out in Andhra Pradesh. So far, YS Jagan Reddy's government had been quite friendly with the BJP. They had voted in Rajya Sabha, in Parliament, but especially in Rajya Sabha where it becomes important because the BJP doesn't have a majority of its own or India doesn't have a majority of its own. He'd been voted with the BJP. So he was seen as their majesty's loyal opposition, right? I'm just coining that expression. However, at this point, he's beginning, beginning to sound a little impatient. What is the evidence that he's beginning to sound a little impatient? I will come to that in a minute. But the fact is that Chandrababu Naidu has been meeting BJP leaders. He was in Delhi just the other day, last week, and he met J.P. Nadda, the party president, BJP president, and Amit Shah also. Now, these talks between Chandrababu Naidu and TDP, an old NDA ally, and the BJP and the prospects, and I would say quite strong prospects of an old ally's return. One, it gives the BJP another foothold in the south. BJP in fact won two seats in Andhra at one point of time in partnership with Telugu Desham Party. They might be hoping to get a little more. So that has caused concern to Jagan. And Jagan, while replying, while responding to the debate to, of, on the motion of thanks, to the, to the governor's address in his assembly, he said something interesting. He said, he said, it is good for us, it will be good for us if no single party has majority at the center, because then for our demand of special status for the state, we can, we can negotiate with whoever is forming government at the center for ex accepting our demand for the special status for our state in return for our support to them to form the government. So he is using a different pitch right now to his voters to ask to vote for a party that will not already be part of an alliance which seems to be a front runner. That tells you impatience and that also tells you a little bit of tactical positioning which we had not expected Jagan to be making at this point because he would have presumed so far that BJP will see no real value in going with Chandrababu Naidu because he was helping the BJP anyway. In fact, he was doing nothing adversarial 
vis-a-vis -vis the BJP. But the BJP now thinks that even if, the, if it can get four seats, five seats, someplace in the south, that will be a bonus. So it's willing to make that compromise with Chandrababu Naidu, and that that process is on. Tamil Nadu, once again in the south, because BJP's weak areas are in the south. J.P. Nadda was in Tamil Nadu and there were rumours, in fact there was a strong impression also in the Tamil press that he will be meeting O. Paneer Selvam. O. Paneer Selvam, as we know, is one of the senior former leaders of AIA-DMK. In fact, AIA-DMK polit politics is a little bit cluttered, so let me, let, me, let me try and simplify it for you. EPS and OPS were together, they were fighting, BJP helped bring them together, so they came together. One became chief minister, EPS became chief minister, OPS became deputy chief minister. Once they lost power, then a new power struggle started in terms of who will lead the party. In that power struggle, EPS got the better of OPS and then got all the other council members together and expelled him from the party. So OPS had been chafing since then. But in the southern parts of Tamil Nadu, in Tamil Nadu in general, but particularly in the southern parts of Tamil Nadu, he has some vote. He has some vote particularly also, also because his caste, members of his caste have quite a few votes there. That is a Thevar caste. That might be the value that the BJP finds in him. Or maybe it is just squeeze play that BJP pretends to be negotiating with OPS and striking an alliance saying that, look, he's, he, he will help us get his Thevar vote. So maybe one or two seats we can run in southern Tamil Nadu because that's where BJP has won the odd seat in the past, the Kanyakumari seat particularly. That may be also squeeze play then with EPS and ADMK. ADMK so far has been saying that they don't want to go with BJP. It looks like they have some compulsions. One of the compulsion comes from how DMK, that is Stalin's party, is playing the sub-nationalism card because sub-nationalism is very strong in Dravid politics and EPS and AIA-DMK see the risk in going with the BJP, particularly because of, because of the impression that BJP is a Brahminical party. So they think that will then create a clear ideological distinction between them and DMK. The thing with Tamil Nadu politics is that ideologically, there is almost nothing to distinguish between DMK and ADMK. In that situation, given the fact that there is nothing in common with Dravid ideology and the BJP ideology. In fact, both are completely contrary. If ADMK goes, AIA-DMK goes with the BJP, EPS would think that will put him at a disadvantage vis-a-vis -vis DMK, ideologically with the die-hard Tamil ethnic population, but also with the minority voters, Tamil Nadu. Tamil Nadu is a very heavily Hindu state, 87%, 88%. 12%, that is 6% each, is Christians and Muslims. So they, together, the minority vote is still quite sizable and EPS does not want to lose that vote either. The fact is that in the previous elections, he has not done too badly. He hasn't got won that many seats, but he hasn't done too badly. 2021 assembly elections, his alliance got 39.7% of the vote, of which AIA-DMK got 33.29% of the vote. BJP only got 26 but they also contested fewer seats. 2.6% of the vote. DMK and its allies, on the other hand, got 
45.3% of the vote and DMK alone got 37.7. So DMK got by itself 37.7 in the assembly election and ADMK got 33.29. So it's not as if the gap is humongous there. So he has something at stake there. He doesn't want to lose it. So that's the game he's playing. So BJP may be, may be flirting with or maybe spreading rumors of flirting with OPS just to create squeeze play and to create pressure on EPS. That the pressure be, meaning that he could, he could get left out. Again, if I take you back to 2019 parliament elections, there the DMK alliance did very well. They swept that election. In that election, DMK and allies, including the Congress, got 53% of the vote, of which DMK got 33.5% of the vote and AIA DMK got 19.5%. 4% of the vote, 19.39, so I, I'll round it off, 19.4% of the vote. So once again, AIA, DMK, in partnership with the BJP, could count for a few more seats, maybe a couple for the BJP, and maybe a few for AIA, DMK. So that negotiation is still on. In fact, you, we just have to watch this space. I think it's a matter of time before negotiations begin there as well. Of course, another, another factor in AIA DMK politics is that EPS, it's the caste factor. EPS himself comes from the Gounder caste, which is not that numerous in Tamil Nadu, but its variants all included is about six and a half to seven percent. So one caste group is about the same percentage as the Muslims or the Christians in the state. So it's not such a small caste group. Now EPS is from that caste, as is Anamalai, the very vocal and very popular BJP leader on the street, popular on the street, on the BJP street, that, that's what I mean, not on the street. He cannot match the popularity of the big DMK leaders or even ADMK leaders or many of the other caste-based party leaders, he cannot. But on the BJP street, he's very popular. He has, he has energized the BJP cadre in the state. He is a gounder as well. He's also very controversial. He can make headline hunting statements and he's also very popular, gets a lot of traction on social media. So it's also possible that EPS worries about, one reason EPS worries about combining with the BJP is that that will bring into the mix another gounder leader more prominent than he. And that is always a consideration for politicians. Then see other, other states, Karnataka, BJP has already sewed up Jantadal, secular JDS, that is Deva Gauda and Kumaraswamy's party, there will be some give and take there and I suspect some seed distribution has already been discussed and I would presume some seed distribution has already been discussed. In UP, talks are going on between the BJP and Jayan Chaudhary. Jayan Chaudhary, as I told you a little bit earlier, the indication is the Bharat Ratna to Chaudhary Charan Singh and Jayan Chaudhary's statements welcoming that and saying dil jeet liya they won won our hearts etc etc that means only one thing and and this party rld has a history like that when the party had three mps in lok sabha and there were always questions about because every mp mattered at that point there were questions about which side of the nuclear deal will they vote because on that depended the fate of the manmohan singh government they kept changing their minds it was in that process mayawati was the chief minister in Uttar Pradesh and Mayavati was leading the anti-Congress campaign. She was the leader of the anti-Congress campaign on the nuclear deal to try and bring down the government. At that point, the airport at Lucknow had also been named after 
Chaudhary Charan Singh. So there is a history like that and I think this game will play out in a predictable manner. In Uttar Pradesh, BJP already has Apna Dal, which, which wins a couple of seats, sometimes two, sometimes. The other partners, say O.P. Rajbhar's party, which is the Suhail Dev, Bharatiya Samaj party, SBSP, they might give four seats to allies, but they have their alliances sorted out in Uttar Pradesh. In Bihar, as we mentioned earlier, JDU is back with the BJP. That's a big relief for the BJP. And also former chief minister or briefly former chief minister, Jitan Ram Maji's party, Ham or Ham, Hindustan Awami Morcha, they are also part of the alliance. And in Bihar, Chirag Paswan, he's, he's been seen in the company of JP Nadda going for a swearing in of the government. The other faction also, both factions of LJP, that is late Ram Vilas Paswan's party as it split, both factions, it's quite evident right now, are coming back and will be there with NDA. So BJP has got Bihar pretty much sorted. There are some other smaller leaders, Mukesh Sahani of Vikash Seel Insan Party, Upendra Kushwaha. These are really one-man parties and I'm sure some talks are going on, but I'm not convinced as yet that BJP will be willing to hand over seats to them, any seats to them. Again, among the most important or probably the most important as I look at it because of, because of my interest in Punjab politics and Sikh politics and the Sikhs of Punjab being the one community that really resents the BJP and does not like voting for the BJP, not, not for Mr. Modi either. Mr. Modi is not popular among the Sikhs of Punjab. There the BJP's repeat outreach now to the Akali Dal because Akali Dal in Punjab is really lost out. They are not even number third, right? If you, look, if, if you see the mood of the nation poll, for example, they get even fewer votes in terms of vote share than the BJP. So the Shurumani Akali Dal needs an anchor again. That anchor can only be the BJP. BJP needs an anchor in Punjab. Otherwise, they can write off the two seats that they won the last time. This time, of course, they, may, they might ask for more. But negotiations for this mutual garvapsi are on between the BJP and the Akali Dal. And on the concluding note now, Prime Minister, while he's been visiting Odisha, has been saying nice things about Naveen Patnaik. So you can draw your own conclusions. BJD used to be an NDA ally in the pre-Modi era. Since then, while they fought elections against each other, they've been a friendly opposition to the BJP. Is that going to go to some next level now? Is some kind of a deal like the old Dravid party, DMK, ADMK, Dravid party, Congress deal is going to be possible in Odisha? We don't know. But the Prime Minister does not go to a state and start praising a non-BJP chief minister of that state, a non-BJP, non-NDA ally chief minister of, the, of, of that state, without any reason. If you look at all of this, you can see that alliance making, the rebuilding of NDA is now on at a feverish pitch.